Like some peas in a pod Each one I get, I message to God And you know, hey, we just some peas on the pod Each one to get, I message across Oh yeah, you know we still in a couple of minutes. Just want to quick, just give a quick shout out to Striving to Perfection Entertainment for this song "Peas on the Pod." Shout out to Jet Black Empowerment Organization and all the podcasts that support that organization and that fund raiser. It's crazy than it's ever been, but it's always been. Cause our crazy history is the evidence. And ever since them big ships came over with them natives and brought us back here to struggle and go through hardships, they don't see us as equals. And I don't think they'll ever. It's enough to make you go loony like the Tasmanian devil. But my mind says, chill, we'll gotta stay clever. A storm is but a short time, nothing lasts forever. But God said to your enemy, show high love. But it's hard to do that when that person's showing you low love. Better yet, no love. That's what they give back, it's hunting season for them, they're the archers and we the deer with the targets on our back, dark meat or light meat, they got us on the meat rack, we just buy our time until it's time to clap back, and then they better step back, for waking the beast, what a beautiful chaos, it'll be like a warmest cat, yeah, until then we just some cheese on the pie, we just some cheese on the pie, and you know, hey, we just some cheese on the pie, we trying to get our message across, hey, we just some keys on the pond. We on the pond. Hey, hey, we come together at a distance. Because we on a mission Holy shit, the narrative in our favor A lot of nonsense going on It needs to make some sense sooner than later People trying to cope To keep from going Goku The super saying they understand But don't know what they go through Injustice, oppression, constantly victimized They can't do much about it But wipe the tears from their eyes Their minds never cease to roam Hoping for a better day Mix the herbal blue or purple They want to see a purple hate They want to drink the pain away They want the pain gone today Pouring milk down their mouth till it's making them rap. Uh, Blowing sticks of the ganja, uh, drinks wetter than Ghana. Yeah. Playing their favorite song, jo- Joanna. A temporary fix, fix. They trouble still existing. Problems bigger than sumo, so we'll meet them with a fist. They'll linger no longer, cause they are dismissed. We're more than slightly serious. We tired of this bitch. Till then, we just some peas on the pie. Hey, we just some peas on the pie. And you know, and you know, we like some peas in the pie. As Metro's Mercury Great approaches, I shall create the illest podcast known to mankind. Howard Stern, Stephen A. Smith. Joel Rogan, Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Cause he's a funny motherfucker. 
Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you... My team! It's alive! He's walking, master! He's walking! My team! Sports! And welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. I am still your host, the one and only talent, though, my Taylor, Mr. 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 What they call me? Mr. Take that, take that, take that. Oh, Mr. Take that, take that, take that himself. Yo, it is August 24th. It is just about 12.07. Then you start time for the Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays of the show. Wednesdays are still the regular time. You know, 8.07, right before the hump day activities begin. Yo, it's already blazing out here. We're talking about a, a good old 89 degrees. It's a little cloudy out there. I think we got a tropical storm or two balls of a hurricane trying to go, try, you know what I mean? Tr- trying to trying to go ball, hurricane trying to go balls deep in the United States. We got something like that popping off right now. But you know what I said? You know what I say, you know what I say, regardless of that time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So... And releasing the total shivashley. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. My team, sports man. I'm telling you, we got a, we got, we, we got it, we got a pack for you today. I didn't even want to give you all the topics. I didn't want to let you know about Macho Messiah, Luca, 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 all about that one time of basketball kid. I just wanted to get straight into it because this isn't like the re- the regular Wednesday night show that you may be used to. Oh no, Al contraire, mon frère. It is not the regular one that you are used to. So. Because it is not the regular show that you are used to, we have to go a little bit faster than we normally go. But the beautiful thing about this, the beautiful thing about this, is that we get to come back tomorrow and do our thing all over again. So, hit me with the one time. First of all, first of all, Luca! How else to say it or to express my excitement over this dude? But look out! Yo, that boy Luca, he's a bad. Like you understand, like bad. So. <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait till I can't wait till the Wednesday night show when my co-host comes back comes on. Because we've been calling Luka Doncic, right? The most underrated player all of last year. And we even been saying that his draft pick at 5 has been disrespectful because if you ever had a kid that came out and did what he did, 
at the age that he did, literally taking over a whole entire international league. That is above the par of college level. You know what I mean? This would be like somebody literally blazing through the whole entire G League, if not better. Right? Above G League. If you would have had somebody have done what Luka Doncic had did before he came into the NBA, Luka Doncic should have been a clear-cut number one pick. But he wasn't. That's neither here or there. But it was disrespectful to him. And, and listen, we went on the air, I think it was maybe last Thursday. Right? But it was last week we went on the air. And we called this Dallas Clippers matchup the most interesting series of the bunch. Yeah, we sat right here. Listen, if, you, if, you're, on, if you're on Facebook, I can't see none of this. Let's let you know. I ain't, I ain't looking to interact. Oh, I can't see you to be able to interact, I can say. But you want to interact, come over to Podbean. They, this, I, I honestly believe that this is the most interesting series of the playoff matchup. And I was interested in this series from the very beginning, just from LA Clippers um, um, aspect, right? Where I thought, you have... A 6'8", six, 6'9", six point forward that can get to anywhere you want on the court, that can that can handle his own, that can, that can that can get triple doubles almost every night, and you and you have him tag teamed up with a guy that you call the unicorn because he's a big man, you know, he's a seven footer that he can shoot threes, work in the post, you know what I mean? Like, but this guy happens to be seven foot three, he can protect at the rim, all this other stuff. So when I when I saw this on paper. More than anything else, I was saying to myself that this is going to be this is going to be a good matchup for the LA Clippers in preparation for the LA Lakers. And that's how I first was approaching this. I'm gonna flip this camera around for you guys in case you guys pop up on the pack. After, after, and I, and I do mean 100% after, after game one, after game one, I 100% told myself that this isn't just the most interesting series. I told myself that the Dallas Magic Maverick can actually win this series. That's how much of a difference that I saw once Porzingis and 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 Luke Christoph Porzingis the zinger and Luka Doncic made a difference when they were on the court together. And that's the reason why it was so deflating to see Dallas or see Porzingis get um get ejected when he did in that first game is because you could 100% see so as you guys know, I'm always playing some kind of um, some kind of sports in the background. And right now, the sports that we have going on in the background is SummerSlam. And right now is this the match between Dominic and and you know the Monday Night Messiah. So that's where my distractions at, if you're wondering. But back to this. So we thought. So I thought initially that this was going to be a very good warm up for them to place the face the Lakers, who have a six foot eight point forward. And a unicorn of a guy playing power forward center, you know, in Anthony Davis. But it wasn't until after that first game that I really got disappointed. Because, or I really went, I shouldn't say disappointed, but I really went left field. Because it wasn't after that, after that first game that I thought, like, you know what? Dallas 
can actually not just beat the Clippers. They could win a championship this year. <laughs> what don't they have that any of the players or any of the teams that think that they're championship contenders don't have? Now, last year on the podcast, right? I, 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 don't, I don't know if I said this on the podcast. I'm pretty sure I said this on the podcast. But I also shared it with one of my Dallas friends, right? And I told him, yo, I believe that. With what they have in Dallas, they can win a championship within five years. He corrected me and said three. I may be more to believe three now than I am to believe five. And the only reason I said five, because I was really trying to give time for for the LeBron James to kind of wash out, for the Kawhi Leonard's to get a little bit older, for 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 the for the for the for the for the Golden State Warriors to start to wash out a little bit. For, for Kevin Durant to start to, you know what I mean? The Houston Rock, you know. But they could compete with all of those teams now. There's nothing that those teams have that I think they're their championship contender. A one and two punch with a bunch of role players that can hit threes, play defense, and do, and, and do a bevy of other things on any given night. They have it all. And that's how I felt after game one. After game two... After game two, I was I, I fully believed. I fully believed at that point in time that the Dallas Mavericks can beat the LA Clippers and they can win an NBA championship. That was my firm belief, and you still cannot take me off that pedestal, believe that or not. Like I, I am firm there. Now, after game three, when Luca hurt his ankle. And Christoph Porzingos, who was already questionable for game three for knee soreness. I was like, man, I don't know. Because they need them both. And then they dropped game three. And then the reason why we call him Luca! Today, yo, he is the Jedi Master, for real. He is the Skywalker of the NBA. Like he controls the Force. He put up. And let me, and before I even say this, right? If I even tell you about him. When I say that they could have that boss that the Dallas Mavericks can actually do this, it I always a big part of this depended on Christoph Porzingis' health, and with me thinking that he had a whole entire off season, right, that he'll be able to give you at least two months of basketball and be able to muscle through it, because this isn't an eighty-six or what did I say? Oh, I have a pain appointment. That this isn't some. This isn't like an 82-game season where you're trying to bear through it all. No, no, no. This is a quick 16-win marathon, right? Or, or sprint, in a way. And you can get there if you could just help your body. Just say, yo, yo, yo. Just help. At most, 28 games. 16 to 28 games. That's it. 16 games is one month. 28 games is, 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 a month, is, is two. You know, say, we're talking January and February. <laughs> Seriously. Like, those are the two months we're talking about here. Like, can you give us that? Because 
Christos Porzingis problem has never ever been his talent. Christos Porzingis problem has always been the the number one ability that they said that Samaya needs to have and that's availability. And Christos Porzingis isn't always available. That was his problem in New York. Listen, he did great things in New York and we thought we could build around him in New York. And if he would have stayed healthy all season, trust me, the Knicks would have made it to a playoffs one of those years. If he could have stayed healthy when he when I was there, he, he would have. You understand? There's a bunch of things that that could have happened if if Christoph Porzingis stayed healthy. So when Game Four started, and I saw that Christoph Porzingis wasn't going to start. I 100% threw all hopes out the window. And when I say all hopes, I'm not just talking about the hope that I had came to that said that, oh, they can win. Oh, they could beat the Clippers. No, 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 no. I'm talking about all hopes. I, I threw out the hope that even said they could win an NBA championship. I threw out all hopes. And then the Jedi tapped into the Force and started going off. And next thing you know, we are looking at a close game. And we're talking about the Lake. The Clippers were up by like 12 at one point in time. And we're seeing the young Jedi, the Jedi Master. I'm sorry. Did he win? We're seeing the Jedi Master. come away with all of a sudden 40 points 15 plus rebounds 10 plus assist just a, another 40 point triple double and this game actually ends up going into overtime like they forced overtime in this game and as they continue to go back and forth, and trust me, like players are balling. Lou Williams is doing Lou Williams things in the in overtime. And Luka Doncic is doing Luka Doncic thing. I'm telling you, we are caught. Jedi Master, zoom 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 zoom, carving up the defense. The Clippers make a clutch three-point shot. Puts themselves up by one. I think it was by by one of the Morris twins. Dallas has the ball. Seven seconds left. Just the ball. They put the ball in Luca's hand. Luca razzle dazzles. He gets the he gets the switch that he wants. And probably the first problem that that occurred was that. They, Kawhi Leonard didn't stick to Luka Doncic. And that would allow Luka Doncic to get onto Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson gives him the space. Luka, Luka Doncic does a step back. Shoots a three. Time expires. And they 
win by two. And he only needed one. Luca! That Jedi master wins it for his team. And I am I still don't know how I feel about them winning a championship this year. But I'm telling you, they're going to win a championship within three years. Yeah, I, I, they're still on pace to win a championship within three years. And, and when he hit that shot, oh, man, oh, man. The only thing I can think about was your mantras, Harold. Stop flopping, you bleach-ass black boy. And, not, and, 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 and I wanted to take this here. Montrose Harrell should be suspended. Let's not get that twisted. Let's not get, let's not make an oversight of this. Montrose Harrell should be should be punished. I don't I don't know if he should be suspended. He should be punished. And punished is a little bit different than suspended. Now, obviously this is a this is a this is a topic of 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 This this is a bit, this is a topic of discussion for a good portion of 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 the day, right? Since it has happened. This has been a topic of, of, of the of the uh, this has been a big topic since this happened, and it's even gone as far as somebody to say to me, right? <laughs> like, listen, this it's going to the heat of the battle things. It's, 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 it's things that happen in between the lines. You must not have ever played sports. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. Where my army dog tags at? You don't. You don't get it. I do get it. I do get 100% what happens on the court. I do get 100% what 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 you what you would and could say during the heat of battle. But you know, but I say to that individual, this isn't Rutgers. This is the National Basketball Association that is currently right now putting out a message about Black Lives Mattering and more than anything, more importantly. Equality. And how can you have equality if people aren't being treated equally? If this was Rutgers, I get it. But if Luka Doncic had, had said to him, Yo, stop flopping, you black bitch. Instead of saying, stop flopping, big man. If he had said, stop flopping, you black bitch. Then we would have a problem. We would have a problem because we would try to figure out. Now, listen. For those of us that have played sports before, we know, and he's even said, and he's even apologized to him. Look at Donkish didn't even take that personally. Right? And actually, I'm going to tell you something that I, I didn't find out until recently, within like the last day or two. That for Larry Bird, right? That he used to feel that if you put a white guy to defend him on him, he used to feel offended. So I understand the culture that comes out playing basketball and playing sports and everything else, right? That how some things just get thrown away. And I didn't even understand being roasted by, by a white dude when you play basketball and you and you and, and you may assume that you're just better than him because you're black. That's racism. <laughs> so 
that's usually where that comes from is that, damn, this white dude is cooking me. This Spanish dude is cooking me. Like, I should be better than him because, yo, I'm black. It's the only reason. You call him a bitch-ass white boy. Now, normally, this isn't the kind of thing that you will probably say that requires a massive amount of punishment. But given the, the conditions and the times that we are in, right? To be absolutely fear, and, 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 that's, and that's the ultimate thing, to be absolutely fear, we have to hold Montrez Harrell accountable. Because this action would not be received so lightly if it came out of the mouth of somebody else. If Luka Doncic had said, when, when, he, when, when, Montrez, when Montrez Harrell had flopped, and he said, yo, stop flopping, big man. If he had said, stop flopping, you black bitch. We would have a problem. Luka Doncic would be punished. Some kind of punishment would come Luka Doncic's way. We would tell Luka Doncic, given the times that we are in, you have to be more sensitive with the things that you are set with what you say. Even if, even though we understand that there may not have been anything malicious to it, you have to be more sensitive given the times that we are in. That you cannot be using that kind of rhetoric. This is what this is the this is the level of accountability I am holding the NBA to right now. Given the times that we are in, Montrez Harris cannot get away with using that kind of rhetoric. He must be he sh he should be and he must be punished. There should be an example out of him. I get it. It was harmless. Be and do better, Montrez Harrell. NBA, be neutral and punish him, please. I don't call for people to be punished normally unless they absolutely deserve it. And given the fact that you have Black Lives Matter going up across um across across, uh, across your your court, you have equality across the back. You 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 have you have justice and 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 all kinds of positive messages that that literally speak about equality. You Montrez Harrell should and must be punished. <laughs> I respect Montrez Harrell, and I respect Luka Doncic. I respect Montrez Harrell for coming out the very next day and looking, my, and looking Luka Doncic in the face and be like, yo, my bad, I'm sorry, I meant nothing by it. I respect Luka Doncic being like, yo, I've been playing this game my whole life, I know you meant nothing by it. I get what happens between those two. That's them. They are not the National Basketball Association. The National Basketball Association has decided to take up a stance for equality. Once you have decided to do that, you cannot turn a blind eye when, when, the, when the roles are reversed. You are now perpetuating the same thing that you are fighting for. You will help diminish the same cause you are trying to give credence to. Mantra's hell, I'm sorry, my brother. You have to be punished for this. I don't care if they suspend you. I don't care if they, if they, if they fine you. I don't care if you have to do community service. I don't care if you have to do sensitivity training. I don't care. But he needs to be punished. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is it's, it's unacceptable. It's un it is absolutely unacceptable. So what I'm going to do, right? I'm going to take a quick break. You know how, how I like to do it. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back... We're gonna talk. We're gonna continue talking about that one time in basketball camp, and we're also gonna get into that Musayu Jerry incident again. <laughs> that and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast.
they didn't join this team to win championships or become famous. They joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it. They are brighter, better educated, led and equipped than any team in history. They are doctors, lawyers, engineers, technologists and combat troops all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. If it's early, yes. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. you all to remember the change you want begins with you your vote matters so don't just register to vote go out and vote and begin making the change you want I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you your vote matters, so don't just register to vote, go out and vote, and begin making the change you want. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, one on Tyler Tomar Taylor. If you are still listening, that means you are listening on the on the, on the many, many, many platforms that we have available for you. But if you're listening right now, then that means you're listening on, on the live platforms that we have available, whether that's on the, on the website, mytsports.net, or you're listening on Podbean Live, or if you happen to be watching me on my in, on my Facebook page on my T Sports. Either or, I appreciate you listening. Don't forget, anywhere that you listen to podcasts, at, I'm pretty damn sure that you can catch this podcast there. Whether that's TuneIn Radio, iTunes, I, um, iHeart, um, Google Play, um, Amazon for Alexa, uh, um, Google Podcasts, that's what I meant by Google Play. It, it doesn't matter. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, I'm pretty sure I'm there. Castbox, I like I, I am there. Spotify, Pandora, yeah, we're there too. And anything you can think of, we're there. But thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Okay, so we are back. And the playoffs have been moving on in full swing. The playoffs have been going off in full swing. And something. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for helping me transition there. The players have been going off in full swing. And there are already teams that's been eliminated. There already have been teams that are eliminated. So you know what happened. You know what that means? That means I get to bring out my favorite portion of the playoffs. And that is yeah! That's not what I wanted at all. Why are you playing with me? You have failed this city. For playing with me, you know what? Yeah! And the first team eliminated from the playoffs, that would be the Boston and Philly series, where the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers have found themselves eliminated once again. Joel Embiid going home crying once again. And... 
even left Joel Embiid with another famous quote um, coming out of the playoffs, and that is, this is not a rivalry. All they do is kick our ass. How can it be a rivalry if they're always kicking our ass? I am sorry, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and to the other three players that are getting like $120 million on that team? Yeah, like I to buy his Harris, Al, Al, Al Hartford, like he's getting paid. I just want to let you know all of you, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. You have failed this city. Tobias Harris. You have failed this city. Al Hoff. You have failed this city. And the 76ers for the silly, for the city of Philadelphia. They want to let you know that. You have failed this city. And with that, they are already talking about some kind of breakup. As you know, because when it, com when it comes to this kind of disheartening loss, a sweep. And not for nothing, I feel like there's going to be a lot of sweeps. I feel like there's going to be a lot of blowouts because what's going to help change momentum? Like, once you know how to beat a team, what's going to stop the other team from beating you outside of momentum? Right. Like, take the Denver-Utah series. One team won that first game. Once the other team won the second game, the other team has to look back. Once they figured out how to beat him. And he literally had said, I think in the end of game one, I think I see something. I see something. I see something. And since then, it's just been 45, 50, 55, 40, 45, 50, 45, 50, 55, 40, 55, 40, 45, 50. It's been going off. What's going on, Raw Talk? So now when you come when you come to that kind of disappointment that keeps like that keeps happening in Philadelphia for every single time that they decide to You have failed this city. They're starting to wonder now who where do we need to make these changes at? Is it the fact that Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid do not play well together? Is it the head coach? Is a different coach going to help him win the talents out there? Listen, Juwan Howard names are being... Yes, Juwan Howard, out of Michigan. His name is his name is starting to, to emerge. You have you have the Van Gundy's names that are starting to emerge again. You have you have you have um the Jackson name that not 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 Phil but Mark Jackson. You know names that starting to pop the pop up again. Um, crap. There's another name. There's another name, and I'm forgetting. He's a, he's another developmental name. So names are starting to pop up, left and right, for possible coaching um coaching positions, and it's not just for Philly. Like I said, um um, um New Orleans is going to be looking for a coach. We have Brooklyn looking for a coach. We got the Knicks. Well, sorry, the Knicks actually aren't looking for a coach. For once, in their insane time frame of of shit. Well, you know what? A lot of these other teams are also in the playoffs too. Actually. But but they but they had little little longer seasons. So they're already starting to talk about that breakup. Whether it's starting to break up the personnel or they're talking or they're talking about getting a new coach. But they're gonna try something. And I and I really feel like this is gonna be the very last year that we see Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons together if they aren't in the Eastern Conference Championship next year. Like I understand, like, like they they plan on bringing a new coach in there, but they want a new coach to take them further, not to be stagnant or worse. 
So if those two aren't together, they're going to be making a hard decision. Who do you love? Who do you like? They're going to really try to figure out between the two of who are you, who are they going to get? Somebody isn't lasting. When we start 2022, one of those two guys aren't going to be on that team if they ain't on if they ain't in the Eastern Conference Championship. The Philadelphia 76ers aren't the only team to get swept. Oh yeah, the brooms came out already. And they're not the only team so far to get swept. Also, to let them to let their people down. Normally this is a city that is known for standing up. But currently, the only thing they are being known for is You have failed this city. And it hurts me to the to my core because this happens to be But they lost to a very good Toronto team. And I say a very good Toronto team, and I do mean that they they lost to a very good Toronto team. Oh yeah, baby, you know what story time when that music comes out. <coughs> Excuse me. You know what? Let's get a little bit celebratory, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. You know what? Let's get a little bit celebratory. They lost to a they lost to a very, 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 very good Toronto team. A Toronto team that I'm I kept I kept on saying all year. I don't understand why you are sleeping on this team. If Pascal Siakam looked like the Pascal Siakam that was in the playoffs with 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 Kawhi Leonard, and if and and, and and if On Van Fleet was the On Van Fleet that looked like the On Van Fleet that was with Kawhi Leonard, then those two pieces together can give you enough to be Kawhi Leonard to help you win another championship. It could be. Do you have the guy that's constantly that's gonna be able to, to, to win some of these one-on-one matches or be able to get his own shot? The guy that you that you're just feeding that ball into, you may not have that guy, but you have everybody. And sometimes numbers is better than nobody. And you do have Pascal Siakam that was able to do it. You have you have you had you had Mike, I can't stand him, Lowry that's able to sorry, his name is Cal. Kyle that can do that. You understand? You have Van Fleet that can show up in moments. You had a bunch of you had a bevy of people on that team that could show up in the moments that it was needed for them to succeed. And you're looking at a Brooklyn team that literally had to get people from the G League, people off the bench, people off the street to come in and start. And the guy that they had come and start, right? That was supposed to be probably the number one guy. Pop this hammy. So while in, while in Orlando, he popped his hand. He couldn't even go. Now, and now he's sitting over there in the Denny somewhere having moons over Miami. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of a rude Brooklyn Zoo. And the crazy thing about this is that they did this without any Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry um, ended up having some kind of foot or in ankle injury at some point in time during this game, and, and he went out. And the Brooklyn Nets still couldn't find a way to take advantage of Cal Lowry not being in the game. So, the Brooklyn Nets would find themselves swept along with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, the only thing about the Brooklyn Nets is that, like I said, they don't have any of their starters here. None. They don't have DeAndre Jordan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They had Jared Allen. They had Jared Allen. Jared Allen shot the ball like three times. The series. 
It's almost as bad as whatever playoff P is supposed to be. What the fuck is a playoff P? Can anybody tell me what the fuck is a playoff P? Because <laughs> a playoff P is anything right now. Like, playoff P is going to be what I start calling people when they when, when they choke in the play. <laughs> I'm like, yo, his playoff P is coming out. <laughs> You never notice when Playoff P loses a game, his shoulders hurt? What the fuck is a Playoff P? Listen, Playoff P is about to be synonymous with choking. I swear to God. Like, like Playoff P. But the Brooklyn Nets, let's get back there. They're not, they don't feel as, like, they're, they don't look so loom and doom as the Philadelphia 76ers are when they got swept. Right? You're talking about a team that doesn't have their starting center in DeAndre Jordan. They don't have their starting small forward in in Kevin Durant. They don't have their starting point guard in Kyrie Irving. They don't have their backup point guard in Spencer Dinwiddie. The only person that they did have was basically Karis LeVert and and Jared Allen. And what you end up learning was that Karis LeVert, um, Karis LeVert can do a lot of the things that you require from a six seven shooting guard. He can make, he 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 can score in buckets. He can play defense. He can get his own shot. He can bring the ball up. He can you know what I mean he can handle the rock. I'm in the rule Brooklyn Zoo. The beat don't stop. So um, what you find out is what you always knew about this Brooklyn team. That this Brooklyn team is at least gritty. Like they'll at least fight. But without four out of your, you know, four out of your top six players, you know, what are you supposed to do? But get swept. What are you supposed to do? But you have failed this city. That's the only thing you can do. Cause that's the only position you've been left in but to You have failed this city. But let's talk about somebody else that has failed their city. And let's bring this up again. Alright? Cause I wanna I wanna I wanna make this clear as we as we as we, as we started this podcast talking about equality. I wanted to bring this back up to the forefront again. That the cop, right? The cop that accused Toronto's president, Musai Ujiri, of assaulting him. I wanted to bring Alan Strickland, that Alameda, Oakland sheriff. He also is one of those individuals that. You have failed this city. And not only that, but honestly, he should be. So I want I wanted to bring this back up to the forefront again of exactly where we stand on this, so there was, so there's no mishap, no, there's no mistake here. The cop that assaulted Musayu Jiri should get what's a, then a, the equivalent to a military dishonorable discharge. If you don't understand what that means, is that there's a difference between just firing this guy. And letting him keep all kinds of retirement or make him keep all kinds of benefit made him still feel like, oh, I was a good cop my whole entire life. Made him feel make make him go about his after cop life. Made him feel like, oh, I did my duty, I did my job, I protected my No, 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 you did not. You, sir, are scum. Complete scum, and you have You have failed this city. So I'll I'll repeat this again. Before we get before we go we talk about that one time in basketball camp. I'll repeat this again here today. Alan Strickland She get the equivalent of what is considered a dishonorable discharge from the police force meaning that he is reduced to the most he is reduced to the lowest 
rank absolutely possible. Then he is stripped of all benefits that you would normally get if you were honorably released from the police force. Or if you were honorably released from the military, honorably released from the, from the police force. No retirement benefits, no insurance, no nothing. I'm sorry, you piece of scum. You have failed this city. Because not only did he assault an innocent man and try to take him down um, during, his, during, during his highest moment of shine, you can go as far to say that this was a hate crime. You have failed this city. You understand? Rishayu Jiri should sue him for assault because you have failed this city. Not only that, did he not count try to sue Usayu Jerry? So he at some point in time he had to go file a report with his with his super with his superiors. That is a false report. Not only on the job but to the police department. You have failed this city. You see how many layers this is that comes here? So I'm sorry. Like being fired for me does not just cut it. He should be stripped of all benefits whatsoever. He should get to what is equivalent of a dishonorable military discharge. Stripped of all rank and all benefits. And then after that, he should be locked up. Because he assaulted a man for no reason. Then he filed a false police report. He should be locked up. Stripped of and, and stripped of, he should be fired. Stripped of all benefits, relief of all duty, lowered to the to the to the to the to the lowest rank possible, and then locked up with the rest of the criminals because that's what he is. You lock up a whole lot more people for a whole lot less. He he deserve. What makes him any different? Equality. So just talking about equality because you know what. <laughs> There are some people that are just some. Equal opportunity scorers. And that one time in band camp. We got to witness. Utah versus Denver. On what I like to call the teacup ride. Because this is filled with just young talent. <laughs> You're talking about players still in their first contract. Donovan Mitchell, I hope you get fed up being in Utah. <laughs> Where's the Denver? Where is he at? I'm sorry. <clears throat> I always... Don't, 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 don't. Don't, 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 don't just quote me that. Being in Utah. There we go. I always, I always confuse the two sometimes. Right, wherever he's at. Donovan Mitchell again puts up, and listen, not for nothing, like, like I said, this is just one of those series you just have to watch and appreciate, but in, an, in another W, Donovan Mitchell puts up 51 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, right? Mike Conley Jr. returns back to the team, gets 26 points. Jordan Clarkson is looking like a beast, adds in 24 points. You see Rudin Gobert with 17 points and 11 rebounds, but... This is a two-point game, 129 to 127, because Jamal Murray 
also put up a 50 burger this last game. This is the Oscar just won the raw, the raw, uh, the, the new Raw's Women's Championship belt. Uh oh, no more double champs. No more Becky two belts. The two belts, Becky, whatever she like. The two belt banks. Um, yeah, that's breaking news, by the way. So, this is just one of those games that you just have to have had appreciated from the very beginning. Denver would win game one. But it was not a blowout. It was not, but I'll, like I said, Utah and Donovan Mitchell at the end of that game started to come back and saying, yo, I see something, I see something. And Denver hasn't, I'm sorry, not Denver, but Utah hasn't looked back since. Utah has not looked back since. And listen, it's not that Denver isn't balling. Millsap is putting up his numbers. Jeremy Grant is doing his thing. Nikolai, Nikolai Jokic, he is doing his thing. It is just that Donovan Mitchell, the spider. Is showing that he is a force to be wrapped. Like, listen, man, he is definitely the amazing Spider-Man. He is definitely, definitely, definitely the amazing Spider-Man right now. And I am hoping that he does not want to be in, in Utah. I am telling you, every part of me hopes that he does not want to be in Utah. Only because, only, only because I would like him to join the New York Knicks. And why do I say stuff like this? It's because his, the New York Knicks president... Happy to be his former agent. So, I mean, there's wiggle room. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. The rest of the series for the NBA. I mean, you have you have games coming on tonight. I think tonight we gotta see. We gotta see. We gotta see. We gotta see. Milwaukee versus Orlando. We gotta see Houston versus Oklahoma City. Indiana versus Miami. And let's give some of these a little bit more context. Yeah, you have Milwaukee that's gonna take on Orlando. Milwaukee has gone up two one in that series after dropping the first game in the in, in the have have a drop in the first game in the series. Houston is up two one over Oklahoma City after a heroic game by Chris Paul. Like I said, it took everything that Chris Paul had to win that game, including a buzzer beater. If I'm not mistaken. But Oklahoma City managed to come away with that victory. And now we're going to see if Oklahoma City can tie this up 2-2. Or if the Houston Rockets are going to go up 3-1. Lakers and Portland going to play tonight. They played over the weekend as well. Nothing much really changed. Um, as we already know, Lakers won game one, Portland came back in one game two, and things were interesting to say the least for game three. Interesting to the point where I'm not quite sure who's going to win game four. Now, now, this Portland series, just like the Dallas series, is another series that I thought a possible upset could happen. If I didn't see an upset in any other two places in, actually, no, I'm sorry. Miami too, but like I said, when it comes to the four and five series, sometimes you don't really call them, you don't really consider them um, an upset. But yeah, like the there was only what so like three three upsets, 
possibly for this whole entire playoffs. That's, that's Dallas over over the Clippers. Portland possibly over the Lakers and and Miami definitely over, over Indiana. We said this from 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 the very beginning. Every time Indiana win, if Indiana wins a game in that series, it seems like an upset. Every time Miami won in that series, it seems like they were doing what they were supposed to do. <laughs> so in this in this Miami Indiana series, Miami I I know they're the lower seed, but Miami isn't the underdog, and and Miami should go ahead and sweep. Go ahead and sweep the Indiana Pacers and go ahead and, and, and clean up and, and go ahead and clean up that series. And that way we go ahead to we, we get to properly introduce Indiana, Reggie Miller's former bum ass team to the You have failed this city section. Because that's where they belong. Somebody again, please tell me. What the fuck is a playoff P? I'm trying to figure this out. It's, it's, the, it's the question of the podcast. What the fuck is a playoff P? <laughs> Oh, so those are the games. Those are the games that are coming on tonight. But those aren't, those aren't just all all the all the games that that's, that happened so far. There is still one more. There is still one more, and I myself, I find it intriguing. I I find it intriguing. Bear with me for a second. I got lost. Can the Thunder actually beat the Rockets? And that's probably the last question I think I have of this whole entire playoffs. And it's and it only makes me wonder. Because how much does Chris Paul have left in the tank? And I'm and I'm gonna tell you, I get scared of Chris Paul. Not because of what he does on the court. But for what he doesn't do on the court. Chris Paul is such an odd person to not like. Right? Because he gives you all of the things that you're looking for. But he never takes you to the place that you need to. And and, and, I'm t- and listen. It's not, Chris Paul's, it's not Chris Paul's fault he doesn't have a championship. Let's not make it sound like it's Chris Paul's fault that he doesn't have a championship. Chris Paul... Should have been a Laker eons ago. He should have teamed up with Kobe. And they should have had chips. Because I'm looking at Chris Paul his whole entire career. And there's nothing that you could have told. You, you could tell me that wouldn't be the right fit with him. Or consider the right fit when you're considering him and L.A. At least the L.A. that had Kobe Bryant. And... Speaking of Kobe Bryant. Speaking of Kobe Bryant. We want to we definitely want to want to wish a happy belated birthday to the late great Mamba, Kobe Bryant. But not only that. As you know today is August 24th, so I'm glad I'm actually doing a podcast today, right? <laughs> because normally normally we wouldn't be doing a podcast today if we would have stepped by the normal guidelines. And Thank you. Can I say like how much of a relief I've I've enjoyed doing this podcast daily, and 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 doing it daily and doing it early. Oh man, like that is, <laughs> cause then when I'm done, I, I have I have so I have so have my whole entire day left ahead of me. But don't worry, listen, we're not gonna go too far. 
We're going to be right around the corner. We're going to finish watching WrestleMania. As, as right now, we're watching Randy Orton come down the ring and take on Drew McIntyre. I think this match is for a championship match. Um, we, we just saw, so far tonight, from what it looks like, I'm not going to have to end up watching this again. Only one belt end up changing hands. But like I said, we'll be back on the air tomorrow. We'll probably end up talking about SummerSlam. We'll end up talking about SummerSlam if we need to. I'm a little bit tomorrow. We maybe we'll talk about Monday Night Raw. Probably not. And we'll get back into the rest of the playoffs that are about to happen tonight. So we got Milwaukee facing Orlando. We got Houston taking on Oklahoma City. We got Indiana taking on Miami. We got the LA Lakers taking on Portland. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, this is how crazy I feel about Dallas. This is how crazy I feel about Dallas, right? That... Before Porzingis got injured, before Porzingis got injured, I'm gonna leave and I'm gonna leave the pod, I'm gonna leave you guys with this, right? Go to podcast because we're gonna end this in just about three minutes. That I was willing, and I still may be willing, to put money on the Dallas Mavericks making the Western Conference Championship, them making the finals, and them winning a championship. I'm willing to put money on. All three simultaneously, though. Yeah, you have to hedge your betches. Betches. Bet, <laughs> like, that's how impressed I was with the Jedi Master after game one. That the only thing more fitting than watching Luka Doncic do his thing is the fact that Kobe got to see him do his thing. And... Congratulate him in his native tongue. Remember the name Luka Doncic. If, 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 if you're a casual sports fan and you don't know this by now, remember the name Luka Doncic. He is going to be an MVP of this league very soon. This is Dallin Omar Taylor with the Mighty Sports Podcast. A.K.A. the Chocolate Boy Wonder, A.K.A. the Brooklyn Buster, A.K.A. the My Podcaster, A.K.A. the Tin Man, A.K.A. Tony Baritone, A.K.A. your podcaster's favorite podcaster. Listen, a little too much. A.K.A. Mr. Energy. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm, I am your host. As you know, as, as I always like to say at the end of the podcast... Listen, let the optimism of tomorrow be a foundation for today, especially especially in these days and times. We'll be back here again tomorrow at 12.07 p.m. As we're going to be, listen, every Monday, every Tuesday, every Thursday, every Friday, 12.07 p.m. You can catch us right here on Podbean Live or on the website, mytsports.net. Uh, and I'm going to try to figure out how many of these, how I'm going to want to do the platforms for either, for social media. If I'm going to want to do this on my Instagram or if I want to do this on my Facebook. Either or. We're going to be live every single day until things change. I am your host again, Donald Omar Taylor, and we are ouch this bitch. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest. All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. 
new, improved My Tea Podcaster. Potted down now. Last call for drinks. What's my phone call? Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My teeth! Alright, I just finished my, my cast. I'm just waiting for I said I just finished my podcast. I'm just waiting for my doctor's appointment. Okay. So you said okay, Wednesday, what time he wants to? You know, yeah, we know Wednesday night. Right. Oh shoot, let's end you here too. My bad. <laughs> <laughs>